You know, I can't tell you the number of times that raking the leaves in my yard has not only snuck up on me, but just completely overwhelmed me. It seems like no matter how early in the season I try to jump on this job, there's just never enough time. I mean, you've probably been there, right? You spend hours raking all the leaves in your, in your yard only to come out the next day and discover that more leaves have fallen and there's more work to be done. You know, the problem I have with leaf raking isn't uh, coming out and raking the leaves, but it's having to come out multiple times over and over and over again to rake all the leaves. Sometimes it gets really tough to make time for that. You know, I get pulled in a lot of directions as I'm sure you do. Sometimes I've got meetings on opposite ends of town within just an hour or so of each other. And of course, you know, my kids are involved in things and sports and concerts, things that I want to participate in. And I've got work responsibilities and responsibilities to my wife and to my family. I want to check on my mom and check on my brothers. And, you know, I get pulled in all of these different directions and sometimes it gets really, really tough. And then there's these stupid leaves that just keep falling. You know, when you add in all the extra events of the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas, it, it gets really tough. And sometimes, you know, we develop this mentality that we just want to circle the wagons, right? You know, we just want to hunker down and we just want to endure this season. And the thought of adding in anything extra right now, responsibilities at work or extra things with church or extra things with our kids or family just seems absurd. I mean, how in the world? Maybe, maybe after the first of the year, but, but not but not now, right? You know, let me be honest and tell you that's where I live much of my life. My wife and I have regular conversations about what it looks like to have healthy margins in our personal lives and in our marriage and in the lives of our family and the life of our church. We, we talk about that often and healthy margins are critical. You know, if you don't have healthy margins, you're not going to have success in life. And while healthy margins are necessary, my fear is the risk that we run is that we forget that as Christ followers, we are called to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. And if we uh, allow this circle the wagons mentality, if we allow this just hunker down and endure mentality uh, to run unchecked, the risk that we run is that sometimes that mentality isn't just applied to the busy season. It's not just applied to Thanksgiving and to Christmas. It can be applied all year long. And if we not if we're not careful, we allow ourselves to become overwhelmed, right, with everyday tasks. And we miss those moments. We miss those opportunities where our path is crossing the path of someone who's in desperate need of an encounter with Jesus. I mean, these are people that we go to school with. These are people that we work with. These are people that live next door to us. These are people that we see at the grocery store. These are people that we go to church with and interact with on a regular basis. And as people who are called to pattern our lives after the person and the teachings of Jesus, we are called to serve these people, even in the busy season. You know, Jesus modeled this for us all throughout the Bible. In Mark chapter 4, we see Jesus doing what he always did. He stopped what he was doing and he made time for the people around him. And Mark chapter 4, he's teaching this large group of people there by the water's edge. And he's serving them and he's teaching them in parable after parable. And he's bringing healing to them, parable after parable. And he's having to explain even to his closest disciples, uh, you know, what, what's happening in these parables. They don't get it right. And so he's having to not only explain it to the, to the large group, but he's explaining it to those 
who are supposed to be his closest followers. And finally, he gets in the boat and they head out to the other side of the water and Jesus is finally able to get some rest. He's finally able to uh, take some time for himself and uh, not deal with something major. And he's there and he's resting in the back of the boat. And suddenly the scripture says that a storm rose up and the disciples start freaking out, right? They start losing their minds and they come and they wake Jesus up out of his rest. And Jesus does at that moment what he always did. He stopped what he was doing and he made time for those around him. The scripture says that he gets up and he quiets the waters. And even before he can take a minute to explain to his disciples who at this point are just baffled that he has power over the wind and the waves, they're out of the boat on the other side of the lake and he comes face to face, the scripture says, with a man who is demon possessed. Jesus stops what he's doing as he always does and he makes time for those around him and he interacts with this man who's possessed by this evil spirit and he casts this spirit out and he gives this man encouragement and he sends him on his way. Presumably they're back in the boat, what we are to assume is the next day headed back to the other side of the lake where they had come from the day before where a large crowd has already gathered People are waiting for Jesus to, to teach them and to bring healing to them. The scripture says that when Jesus landed on the other side of the lake, he was met by the leader of a synagogue whose daughter was dying. And this man catches Jesus and pleads with him and begs him to come and to heal his daughter. And so Jesus did what he always did. He stopped what he was doing and he met the needs of the people around him. And so he's off with this synagogue leader. And in the midst of that, in the midst of that, a woman uh, in the midst of this large crowd of people reaches out and touches the hem of Jesus' garment. And Jesus feels, the scripture says, power go from him. And so he stopped in the middle of what he was doing on the way to heal this leader's daughter. And he stops what he's doing to meet the needs of the people around him. And he intentionally seeks out who this woman was. And he finds her and he brings healing to her body. I mean, doesn't that sound familiar to us, right? We're in the midst of dealing with something major, some major crisis. And in the midst of that, another major crisis pops off. You know, time and time again, we see Jesus modeling for us what it looks like to make time for those around him. Jesus never circled the wagons. He never tapped out in his schedule. He never hunkered down and just endured to get through to a less busy season. Yes, he took time by himself with his heavenly father to be re-energized and to reconnect and to be refilled as you and I should as well. But the heart of what Jesus came to do and the heart of what you and I are called to do is to make time for those around us. And I love how Mark wraps up this whole section, uh, Jesus walks into the room where the synagogue uh, leader's daughter is lying dead and he takes her by the hand and he says, little girl, get up. In Mark chapter 5 verse 42, it says this, and the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. I mean, I just want to challenge you today that that's our call. You and I are called to take people by the hand. We're called to bring life and perhaps what could be our busiest season, what could perhaps be our most hectic time of life. We are called to take people by the hand and to bring life. Here's my challenge to you over the next few days to take some time to think through the answers to a few questions. How are you doing at building margins into your personal life, into your marriage, into your family life? 
Is it possible that what you've been calling a margin has turned into an excuse for not actively seeking to bring life to those around you? And lastly, what could you do to push pause in the midst of your busiest season and to help those around you? Be encouraged. Keep moving forward.